I got something that my people need to hear. I hope that none of y'all need to hear this, but if you do, that's fine, because I needed to hear it at one point myself. Back in the day, way back in the day, like during slavery times, children were auctioned off. Slave masters would come, round up the children, and they would be auctioned off to the highest bidder. Now, children now and then ain't nothing like children back then. Children back then might not have been working in the fields all the time, but there are children that were making a breakfast for the people working in the fields and a lunch and a dinner. I've seen reports or articles or whatever that say three-year-olds would be serving breakfast. My great Let's see, my great-grandmama, she would wake up in the morning, and I believe at six years old, would go down to this white family house, cook their breakfast, and you know, back in Mississippi, cook their breakfast, and then go to school herself. Now imagine a six-year-old today getting up early, running down to somebody's house, cooking breakfast for them for other people, for somebody else's family, cooking their breakfast. And you know, they ain't had microwaves. They ain't had what we had, they had wood stoves. So they mean putting the wood in there, getting the fire going, and then cooking the breakfast, man. Nothing was in a box already made. So, you know, this stuff was made from scratch for the most part, I'm, I guess. You know, they didn't have stuff how we had it today. Then going and running off to school herself. And later on, like in my granddaddy, when he was a teenager, when he was um, like 16, he would drive the school bus and pick all the kids up and drive them to school. And then get out and go to school with them. And when school was over, at 16 now, everybody get back in the bus and he would drive everybody home. Could you imagine a 16-year-old today driving a school bus? <laughs> so, the point I'm getting at is that these children were good children. But there was always negativity put in them because stemming from slavery times, Parents didn't want to get their child, you know, they didn't want to get their child um, auctioned off. You know, who would? Nobody would. So sometimes people would try to run away or fight back or whatever the case may be. But because of how oppressed they were, there wasn't even really an option. So most of the time what they would do, or all the time, what they would do was talk about how bad their child was. Talk about how lazy, how good for nothing they child was. They would try to beat their child down mentally to stop the master from taking them from them. So they would try to make it, you know, just put this narrative out there that their child was bad, man. So the child would believe it and everybody else would believe it. So that would be the last child the master want to auction off. Because if he auction off a child that ain't worth nothing, and that new master get him, he going to be upset, and he ain't buying nobody else from him. 
And while I understand why they did what they did, I don't understand why we do what we do now. To this day, we talk about one-year-olds. We talk about one-year-olds talking about how bad they are. You know, two-year-olds, terrible twos. Oh, that baby don't do nothing but cry. Oh, that baby don't do nothing but blah, blah, blah. Well, dang. uh, What else can a two-year-old do to get your attention or to tell you they want something? A two-year-old cannot come up to you and say, Hey, excuse me, Dad or Mom, you know, can I get some juice? No, they can't do that. They've never done that because they don't know how to talk yet. So they're going to cry to tell you that they want something. But instead of trying to take the time to see what they want, we shun them, we hit them, we tell them, go and get out of my face. Ain't that so? Instead of taking the time to get up off of our butt and see what it is that that child needs. Even God said the punishment got to fit the crime. You can't whoop a baby for crying because baby cry. <laughs> yeah. Now, if your baby is take a, a broomstick and hit you in the face, man, that's a different scenario. Hey, uh-uh, no. That ain't what you do. You know what I'm saying? But the punishment got to fit the crime, man. So to my people, you can't beat your child down physically and verbally for things that a child is going to do. What you do is you be patient with them and you teach them. But see, that take, that take energy. And I'm going to be 100% real with y'all. I like to play the video game. I don't get as much time to play as I used to, of course, but I like to play the video game. And I never can play, you know, when I got the baby while, you know, my lady at work or whatever, because, you know, when you're playing online, you you in the game and it's, it's live, it's real, people in there with you, so you can't pause the game. So I would realize that I'd be trying to play online, but... The baby come and she, you know, she said, oh, snap, I'm hungry. It's time to eat. Now, because I want to be in my game, I get annoyed at her. But that's not right. That's something that I'm going to have to answer to God about if I don't get up and fix that because it ain't right. She don't know nothing about me playing the game and she shouldn't even have to worry about that because if she hungry, she eat. It's your job to look after your child. The same way God look after your butt. <laughs> it's your job to get up and look after your child. Or else you're going to have to answer for that. Also. A lot of times you see parents. Oh, you can't do none of this kid. This kid just blah, blah, blah. This, this kid just be doing too much blood. Yeah, if you want to sit on the couch and watch TV... A two-year-old or whatever, three-year-old, one-year-old, 
even a four, five year old, not gonna always wanna sit on the couch and watch TV. They're gonna wanna get up and move around, go outside, throw a ball, kick a ball, play with toys, build blocks, draw, color. This is the stuff they gonna wanna do. They not gonna be happy with just sitting down in front of the TV for hours. So because the child don't wanna sit down like we do, we get upset. Man, one time, oh man, Kiki said something to me and it really resonated with me. She was like, I went in the baby room and sat down with her and played with her. And she said, I found out <laughs> that she really is a cool baby. And when I heard that, it really touched me, man. It's almost brought a tear to my eye now. It really could if I let it, but I don't know if I'm ready to crown <laughs> on video yet. <laughs> but, um... It really touched me because I realized, yeah, if you go and sit down with her and spend time with her instead of just sitting on the couch hollering, hey, hey, what you doing back there? Or, hey, come here. You know, get up. Spend some time with her. And I realized, dang, I went and tried it. <laughs> and I said, man, she is a cool baby. She wasn't, she wasn't crying and whining. She wasn't, you know, getting on my nerves because I was taking the time to pay some attention to her. My people, take the time to pay attention to your kids. The reason your kids is on your nerve is because you won't take the time to go down on their level and spend time with them the same way when we go to God, we go to God crying every month because the bills ain't getting paid or the bills finna, this finna go off or that's too much. Every month we go to God crying. But instead of him just cutting us off or saying, get out my face, what did he do? He come down to our level and say, even though he know, man, instead of him saying, Wes, I can't believe every month you go through the same thing. Uh, he said, you know what, Wes? I'm going to save you this month just like I did last month and the month before that. Here you go. And here go a little something extra just to help you, you know. Same thing. We get mad at babies for crying, but we cry and complain all day, every day. We walk around with our heads down and faking smiles and, 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 and just ungrateful every single day. But then we want to jump down on the children. When they do children things. Now if your kid five, six years old and cry every time they ain't got their way, now you messed up. So I'm not saying let the kid do what they want to do, but I'm saying the punishment gotta fit the crime. And most of the time your kid is doing that because you ain't took the time to pay attention to him. If your child crying, you see why they crying. Does do she want something to drink? She wants something to eat? Is she sleepy? Is her diaper wet? Uh, maybe her knee hurting. You know, my baby got a scab on her knee right now. And one day she was crying. I was like, dang, what the heck going on? And I realized she was holding at her knee. She had a scab on her knee and I guess she bumped it on her crib. Take the time, man. But we stuck in these old ways, man. We stuck in these ways of, um, like things like, <laughs> things like opening up the door to the house. 
Oh man, close that door. You letting the air out. Simple stuff like that. Man, it's 2020 and we still sitting around worried about letting the air out the house. If you go do that, man, you, you talking about change, pocket change. If that. You know, your bill, the average bill in Atlanta is an electric bill is $126 a month. You know, so <laughs> having your door open for an extra 30 seconds is not gonna do. You know, you talking about pennies, man, if that. But our minds have been conditioned, man. Our minds have been conditioned to to live to to live just survive scraping. Our minds have been conditioned to, you know, hey, go to the refrigerator and get the butter, but get the butter that's already open. Like our minds is just conditioned to be worried about a, a stick of butter. Make sure you get the butter that's already open, cause we all gonna use all the butter anyway. The butter gonna be all gone. All the sticks are gonna be gone in about three four days anyway. But make sure you get that first stick and i know our great grandparents or whatever they thought like that but they thought like that maybe because they didn't have nothing or maybe because they didn't have education options or they didn't have job options and they just did you know what they knew but we don't have to grow up like that now we don't have to grow up scared to open up two boxes of cereal at one time we don't have to teach our kids you know that to worry if you know just these rules that we have put on ourselves this these um these ideas and things that we've carried on for generation and generation it's time to let them go it's time to break the curses it's time to stop living scared to go on a vacation you know like man it's, it's been times where I'd be like, man, I just want to go out and go on a drive. But I'm so scared of gas. I'm scared of, you know, oh, man, it's, it's well, shoot, gas is blah, 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 man. Oh, snap, uh-uh, no, nah, I ain't going to. Stuff like that. So I'm depriving myself from what I want to do, which is just to go out and go on a drive down a country road somewhere. But I'm worried about the gas price. And I, you know, a couple of cents, a couple of dollars of gas. And I'm worried about that. It's time out for that. It's time to stop depriving ourselves because of money. And because of these negative things that's been carried on us for generations. I went to school for electronics. To installing cameras and and then speakers and then, um, you know, just installing low voltage electronic stuff, computers, blah, 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 whatever. I went to school for that, not because that was my passion. I went to school for that because people made me feel scared about going to school for what I really would have wanted to go to school for, like music or video games or something with art or, you know, something like that, man. But people made me scared of it. Oh, boy, you better go to school for nursing or nursing or learn how to fix cars or learn how to be an electrician or learn how to be a plumber and that's it our people sit here and put these things on us because they scared and they don't believe and they get us scared and get us not believing a person like me with the talent to pick up a, a microphone and press play 
and tell a scary story for 30. Y'all know I got an hour long video that I done for y'all. With no, none of it was written. I wasn't reading none of it. It was just me talking off the top of my head. <laughs> I got the ability to tell stories. Right now I'm doing this video. I don't have no notes. I ain't got no guidelines or nothing I'm following. I'm just talking. I got the talent to tell stories to thousands of people off the top of my head and put the music on it and edit it and make it sound good and, and put pictures with it and, and get it all down. And I even figured out other narrators be taking video hours to put their videos together. I found out a way to put my video together in uh, a few, you know, a few minutes. I got a 24-7 radio, uh, horror radio thing I do on Twitch. All day long, all night long, my horror stories just playing. I got these talents. I play a little guitar. I do all these little things I do. And I'm sitting here going to school to learn how to run a wire through a wall and hook a dang camera to it. That's what I went to go. Now, if that's what you want to do, fine. But I'm talking about me. I went to school for that because I was listening to these stupid commercials. Oh, man, you better get up and blah, 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 and do something with your life. And then people come behind you. Man, you better go. Man, you better, you better go school for something that you know going to get you a job, man. Yeah, you better go. So, yeah, I'm going to do that and go do something I'm unhappy with just because I'm working off, off of fear. No longer am I working off of fear, man. And if you got to keep your family, it's your job to protect your family. And if you got to keep your family away from those negative influences, then you do what you got to do. Because we can't continue living in fear. I'm not going to raise my child scared to open up. Oh, don't open up that juice. Open up the other juice. It's already open. Because <laughs> I'm scared we're going to run out of juice. If both juices get drank up, then I would go and buy another juice. And people can say, oh, it's just a, it's a, it's a respect thing. No, it's not. That ain't no respect thing. Because the same people back in the day that couldn't open up two juices or couldn't open up the refrigerator or couldn't, um, you know, couldn't open up two boxes of cereal. The same people that did that stuff is the same people that was had the crack cocaine epidemic the same people that was having two and three kids you know in high school and all that the same people that was so-called raised with this old school blah 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 are the same people that got the hood where it is today so i don't want to hear nothing about you know that uh you know, that, that's that's the problem. Uh-uh, the problem ain't us. The problem is the people that came before us. So it's time for us to break the cycle. Like, you see these folks out here protesting and stuff. That's them young folk. Young black people. Young white people. Young Hispanic people. All oh, that's them. Because they see it's time for change. Man, I, I seen protests with more white people than black. Fighting for black people. I seen some protests didn't even have no black people in it. <laughs> Just all white folk, man. Things is changing. It's time to go on a vacation. Stop being scared. It's time to go do what you want. Stop being scared. It's time to stop working in fear. Because fear belongs, that's the, work, the way of the devil, man. That ain't the way of God. Yeah, God said fear God, but fear God don't mean... Be scared to do what you want to do in life. Fear God means 
learn God's ways and be wise. That's how well, that's how you fear God by being wise. And a wise person will move by faith. So when you want to do something, you do it, man. Now I know we in Corona times right now, and you know, okay, right now, you know, things is hey, I understand. You don't want to go out and do what you want to do right now, it's fine. Honestly, it's corona. I don't you know, I'm not going nowhere because I think it's irresponsible personally to, you know, just you know, I go to work because whatever, you know, go to work, do whatever, go to church, you know, but, you know, whatever, man. I seen folk out at the beach. If you don't want to go to the beach right now, that's fine. I ain't knocking you. If you do go, whatever, I ain't knocking you, you know, so that's up to you. But, um, don't let your fear hold you back from having the life you want to have. Don't do it. Let's break this cycle, y'all. This the real horrors of the hood, man. This the real horror. The real horror of the hood is growing up. <laughs> and not even realizing how horrible things around you are. <laughs> 